back to another episode of the Reality Rundown. I'm your girl Kay. It is a ladies' night. I have my two lovely co-hosts, Ricky and Kadian. How are y'all doing today? Good. Welcome back, Castmates. Yes. yes. I'm excited. I know the girls missed me. Definitely. <laughs> Audience, they missed you too. Everybody missed you. We're happy to have you back. Yes, ma'am. Well, listen, let's get on into with you guys because we know that we had, what, Married to Medicine Reunion Part 3 this past yeah. Sunday. And woo! Yeah. <laughs> they shaking the table. Shaking the table. <laughs> I mean... They shook the room. Quad okay. versus Eugene. We had Quad versus Toya. We had, um, who was it? Daddy versus... Um, Contessa. funny because I feel like I'm on the side of what y'all aren't gonna be on I'm on Quad's side like I feel like they have amnesia or something they forgot that they poked at her they've said stuff about her and to me the weird part about reality tv is you know in real life we all try to say like men shouldn't talk to women a certain way and all of this stuff. But I feel like on the show, the husbands have to engage. And as much as they try to just like be husbands, you know, the husbands just hang out and do stuff and stay out of the wife's business. I feel like eventually they get in the wife's business. And I think, does Eugene, like I'm talking solely on Eugene and Quad, not Eugene and how him and Toya have been treated on the show. Just solely Eugene and Quad. I think Quad can hold her own and she's not afraid to go up against a husband and say a certain name and call him Eugenia because he's in women's business. Although essentially he's defending his wife and it's just really hard, but I'm on her side because to me, He's yelling, he's screaming, and it's just like, oh, I get it. I get why he's doing it, but at the same time, it's just like, control your emotions. Stay player always, and be like, you know what? You said some things, I don't like it, but I'm going to let my wife handle you. Like that. Because a man can be so stern without being messy or look like the B word, and you've seen how Nene clocked her about being the B word. And I think sometimes certain husbands go that way. And I'm not, I'm, I'm here for her checking him back or them going at it with each other. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if, if a man come at me, it, it, and it depends on what type of way if I'm gonna go get my husband, right? Like, other than that, like in something like this, yeah, we, I'm gonna go back and forth with you because I mean, we just, using you know words and stuff but i don't know I, I i the one thing that i don't like about sometimes the show is that stuff gets dragged on right because i don't 
and and maybe correct me if I'm wrong. I I don't recall there being a lot of Eugene talking about quad this season, unless I missed it. And maybe I did. Listen, I don't know. Uh, I mean, and, and maybe in the confessionals, right? Like, but I don't I don't think that. I mean, Eugenia. Wait, I forgot to say one thing though. I think when sometimes, and I don't want to blame Toya, but I'm gonna blame her. The way you treat your partner or the way you treat certain people, other people feel like that's an open door for them to also disrespect them. And you see, like even with Jackie's husband, he did certain things, he crossed the line and they all said things back to him. And you see Simone, but you see how Heavenly's like, do not talk to my man. Don't say nothing to my man. We're gonna get into that. I think, <laughs> I think two things, I think two things about this. One, I do agree. I think that Toya is very disrespectful to Eugene on television from my perspective, which allows other people to feel comfortable to speak about Eugene's shortcomings and what they feel like his shortcomings are. And I don't and I think the in 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 a lot of the times they're saying that he's feminine or effeminate because they feel like he doesn't, he lets Toya just you know, run over him and whatever. So I think it's multiple layers that was contributing to him looking like that outside of like just traditional, you know, black gender role stereotypes from 1960, whatever, right? And I think Eugene is, you know, he likes to cook and he likes to be with the kids. And, you know, he's, Eugene is one of my favorites. He did get in on Quada and her being single and they were cackling and kiki, 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 and about quad being single, but I don't think it was it has warranted how she performed on the stage at the reunion, calling him Eugenia and all this other stuff. And I think, like she said in the confessional or the dressing room with Anila, she was mad at Toya and so she wanted to hurt her. So I think on the reunion, I think she was mad at Toya and so she was darting at anything she could to like, you know, stick that nail in that coffin where her, her spat with Toya. Eugene does gossip now. He does do a little gossip. He does make a little comment, but, you know. I but I mean, what you call a husband do the same thing? Simone's husband, he be commenting on stuff. See, so do comment, but I think Eugene and Toya are a duo target. So, like, it's never just, I'm just going to shoot at Toya. It's like Toya and Eugene are broke. Toya and Eugene need to figure out this. There's no singular. When people shoot at Heavenly, they shoot at Heavenly. Right. They shoot and so on. But when they shoot at, they shoot at the Harrises, the Bush Harrises. But that's her fault. And I'm so sorry, but it's the door she's open. She does that. She brings their business to the table and includes him into everything. I mean, Heavenly makes sure daddy's untouchable. Daddy shows up and daddy leaves. Daddy doesn't get involved in certain conversations. Cecil's over to the side laughing or he's making his little comments. I don't know how I take about daddy and heavily don't kill me. Daddy, daddy be talking slow, but he don't be saying nothing. Yeah, he don't be saying nothing. And I, Scott even, even when they were all digging into Scott, there's so, so much that Contessa also protects him. And I think Toya doesn't protect Eugene. And I don't want to come down on her because obviously her castmates are already coming down on her. Social media is coming down on her. But 
she left that door open for people to do that. And but she didn't say, oh, we're going through a situation. No, it made, we know you're a stay at home mom and your husband brings in the money and y'all wasn't broke. Let's be real. Broke is being homeless, having nothing. Y'all just was in a financial shit burden where y'all were living above your means. He was, he still had a great job. He was still bringing home good money, making sure you was in the best of the Chanel's, the Gucci's and the Dior's. So you projected it a certain way and America took it a certain way. Your castmates took it a certain way. And now you want to come out of it. And I always say, be careful how you introduce yourself to the world because that's all people will know. That's a good point. That's a that's a very good point. But I also want to take it back to her us saying she's opening the door for other people to be disrespectful. Like I I, I kind of get it, but then I kind of don't get it, right? Because how I talk to my spouse is how I talk to my spouse, right? But that does not give you a right to talk to my spouse in any type of way. So she does need to do a little bit of checking on that. But like I said, just because just like if I if I'm out with my sister, right, and she get into it. Okay, then we both gonna get into it. Now, whether she right or wrong, I don't really care. Now, when we get home, I'm a checker, but I'm not gonna check her in front of y'all. You get what I'm saying? So that I think it's a little different because that's like say we friends, right, Kay? Mm -hmm. And every time, you know, we out, I'll be telling you like, shut up, shut up, and you just shut up, right? Every time we go out as a group of friends, every time I go, Kay, shut up, and you just shut up and stop talking. Eventually, I'm gonna do it to you. <laughs> somebody's gonna feel like they're gonna say, Hey, shut up, and they're gonna expect you to shut the hell up because that's what you be doing is shutting the hell up when somebody tell you to shut the hell up. Yeah, so I, I don't think yeah. it's like it's just like a pattern. Like, you know, if you yeah. have, and you know, when I'm at work with this manager, he let me not clock out for my break, or he let Katie and not clock. Eventually, <laughs> you're gonna start trying to not clock out. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's but I don't care, learn behavior. I don't give a damn what the hell I say about my husband. We might have a small penis. He might do that. I don't care. That don't give you no right. I, to, to I think you have a valid point, but like Ricky said, I don't think it correlates with this. I think if you're my husband, people are looking to you to see the person I've chose to spend the rest of my life with, if they don't treat me with the most utmost respect in front of other people and even behind closed doors, what are you allowing people to do to me? I've seen this in real life where women are in situations and their man is just standing there like, oh, okay. When they could more than be like, no, I'm not having it. I'm, that's not happening. That's not the way it's going to go down with mine. And they defend you in front of other people. They make sure other people don't do what they think is okay. That's a good and point. she doesn't do that because even in those moments when they talk about like even the penis thing, right? She said immediately she went home and told him, I said something that's going to look bad instead of immediately like in that moment say, oh my God, did I just say that? That's not how I meant to word it. Right. Yeah. Because she could have corrected her. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's she, what I would have to drag out and for other people to say, now he has a yeah, small it, it's, it's what she does that allows other people to do those things and it's unfortunate but maybe from watching the seasons over and over again and seeing certain things play out they'll work on that part of their marriage well let's hope so i mean i hope they come <laughs> back next year and it's, it's kind of like you know 
a better them. I hope they are like more like Team Harris. Can't nobody mess with us because I feel like that's what they're gonna need since they kind of like got beat down this season. So let's move on. All right, let's talk about um, Anila and Kieran and this little joke that they had um, about uh, Toy and Eugene, how they move all the time. Like, do we think, okay, we, you know, we've heard from Anila, we've heard from Kieran, and we've seen it. Do we think that they had any malicious intent or do we really feel like they was just, you know, trying to be funny and it was a joke that went bad? I think based off how they're reacting, it's a joke that went bad. I think they thought, oh, we're going to go there and dress up and intimidate them and laugh. But they don't realize it's malicious because I hear um, Eugene say, it hurt my feelings. It's mm -hmm. not okay. And Anila's husband is still like, it was a joke. It was a joke. And I don't think if there was malicious intent, he would keep on saying it was a joke. He would have probably by now admitted to be like, oh, oh my God, like, you know, say something else. But I, I think there was no malicious intent, but they definitely did it to be petty. They definitely did it to get attention mm -hmm. more than anything else. And it was tacky. And sometimes when you make a joke at somebody else's expense, you don't know what the reaction is, aside from what you've already calculated in your head. And... Obviously, Eugene and Toya didn't like it. And now it's, I don't even know if their apology is genuine. It's more so like, wow, you didn't find it funny? This whole time you still didn't find it funny right. knowing that we weren't malicious. And it's just whack. It's really whack. Because if they dress up like robbers next year, how would they? Exactly. How would they feel? Listen, Eugene. Uh, Toya, that you might want to take Katie's take <laughs> idea. Let's do it as a robber. They already thought she did it anyway. I mean, make a little joke out of it, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I agree. I feel like they they probably thought that it was like funny, lighthearted. But like you say, when you hear somebody saying, "No, that actually hurt my feelings," then I, I feel like you should be like, you know, I'm sorry. I mean, you know what I mean. I definitely didn't mean it that way. You know what I mean. And then drop it, right? Like not keep on saying, "Oh, well, it was funny. It was funny. It was funny." Like, Kieran, you know what's funny? Your mother-in-law. That's what's funny. <laughs> and how she how she have you running around like looking crazy. Like that's what that's what's funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, again, I don't think it was malicious, but I do think how they reacted to Eugene and Toya's reaction was definitely uh oh no no, like just fix it in and, and smooth it over and move on. Um, let's see what else happened at the reunion. Um, uh, Contessa and um, Daddy and um, Dr. Yeah. Heavenly, they were you know, they were having a little circular conversation, and, and Daddy kept trying to talk. And Contessa, um, was you know, kind of like over talking him. So, what, what do we think? Do we think that um, Daddy should check Dr. Heavenly? Do we? Do we like how he handled it? Because I know Andy had asked, you know, what does he think about her YouTube channel and um, all of the controversy there? What do What do we think about his response to that? Don't feel me, Heavenly. You know, we love you down to the brand, girl. We love you over here. But I feel like Daddy was talking slow and not saying much of nothing. I don't feel like he really holds Heavenly accountable in the way that I would like him to be. Like, Heavenly was dead ass wrong. 
You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, they're married. So, like, I don't think he's going to get on TV and cut her down. Right. You know what I mean? But now he did it's just such a contradiction for him to, um, he's so positive and, you know, he has this persona where he's so positive and so enlightened and has the answers of how to fix all the problems. But you sleep with the problem every day. So some some ain't some ain't going ain't ain't hitting her here with what you're saying. So it's you know yeah. I mean I probably, probably would have cut him off too. Like what is you even talking about? <laughs> right, like okay, chop chop chop. But I mean I agree. I think I think for for Dr. Damon, he he wasn't going to necessarily like check her in front of everybody else. Um, and I don't think that he would check her in a way other people probably would want him to check her. Um, and I get that, right? You know, hopefully behind closed doors, they're having those serious conversations. Uh, but do I really feel like daddy could get through the, to Heavenly regardless of what he says? Absolutely not. Because Heavenly is a grown person. I feel like she said her ways and it, it to her, it's not worth changing because she really don't see nothing wrong with uh, what she's doing. So, like I said, I don't really think that even if he did say something to her, I don't think that it's going to change um, anything for her uh, personally. However, I will say that um, after they left Simone's house that night, remember they went um, and it was uh, Contessa, Simone, and them, and whatever the new couple was that wasn't on the reunion, um, they... <laughs> they um he he kind of checked her that night when they were you know going to the car he was like you know i told you to be quiet you kept on going so i kind of liked seeing that of him um and i think that that was probably the most that we would get from him as far as checking her on on camera yeah i think he definitely checks her behind the scenes and it seems like she stays in line because she which you know we could go off on a tangent about why that might be good or bad but um, when Quad and her were going at it about Quad wanting to ask him a question, she made it clear that if once he says it's bad, she would have to stop. And I, I definitely think he does say certain things to her that brings her back to planet Earth. Um, however, I don't know how much of it he takes serious because I feel like obviously he knows about YouTube and she's still doing YouTube. So I don't know if he's like, this is costing you a lot. Um, I think he knows her well and he knows um, she, she, like she says, I'm just saying the truth. I'm just saying what everybody already knows and sees. So with him knowing her well, he knows there's no maliciousness behind it or no harmfulness behind it. But she's still harming other people. She's still doing certain things her friends don't like, which can be very difficult. So I don't know how he could I don't know how he could see that she is not trying to be malicious or harmful because, because he knows thing. her. He knows her intentions. Cause she's even well, her they're telling her they don't like it, right? They're so what's her intentions? No, what I'm saying is they're telling her that they don't like it. But because he knows that she's not a bad person, she's a good person to him, he might think, oh, my God, yeah, like, this is bad, but is it, like, is she out here killing people? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I just feel like. I, it's not like you putting on your cape for daddy. No. Yeah, I feel like he knows. No, I feel like daddy yeah, will like heavily get away with things until it becomes, like, severe because he knows she's loose at the mouth. He knows she's crazy 
all that. So his tolerance for heavenly is way high, where her friends are just like, girl, like, cut it out. He's used to it. So to him, it's not that bad yet, <laughs> you know? But to them, they're over it. Yeah, no, I, I feel like he knows. I feel like he feels like if I maybe when she first started doing it, he probably didn't think nothing of it. But mm -hmm. then once the friends started, you know, chiming in and stuff, like I really feel like he he understands the severity of, of the things that she's saying. But again, mm -hmm. like I said, I he can't control her. Like I and I get what you're saying, like, because we've definitely seen moments where he's told her to be quiet and she's been quiet. Like we've seen that. But in this particular instance, unless he's there with her while she's doing those YouTube videos, then she's gonna run off at the mouth, right? Because that's what she does. When he's not around, she tends to run off at the mouth more than she would if he yeah. is around and telling her to be quiet. So that's why I'm saying I don't really I feel like he talks to her about it, but at the end of the day, she still is gonna do what she's gonna do. And I mean, he's he's probably like what can I what can I do? I can only tell her and That's what I'm saying. He's like, it's not that bad because she could be way worse. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, so with that being said, you know, we, we've had a lot of feuds, uh, and, and most of the people that have been in the feuds are Quad, Toya, uh, Contessa, and um Dr. Heavenly. So whose whose team are we on? I'm on the whole cast needs a little bit of counseling because I feel like the show, I don't want to say the show is declining because I'm still enjoying the show, but the base of what the show was formed on, I don't feel like that's there anymore. And I think that kind of depleted when Simone and Jackie fell out and Mariah left. I think after those two instances, the show doesn't have that core thing of like at the end of the day we're going to sit and chat about it we're going to have our little kikis our punchlines. we're going to be black women and be great and you know all these things that used to be in the show i don't feel that anymore it's gotten a little i don't want to say tacky but it's it's gotten a little too low yeah long and drawn out as well like it, i get it y'all have a few but once you kind of talk about it, okay, that's enough. Like, bury it and, and move on. Like, it's just constantly the same stuff over and over again. And some of it is trivial. Some of it is not. Like, you know, Quad saying, you know, I just wanted to get back at her, you know what I mean, this season. Um, and so that's why I was doing a lot of the stuff that I was doing, you know, because she had, she had hurt me. And so my thing is, if she did hurt you, instead of trying to get back at her that way, why don't y'all sit down and have a conversation and say, hey, these are the ways in which you've hurt me. I would like for you to stop hurting me in these ways. You get what I'm saying? Like, because then. Because they don't want to be friends. I think and that's, that's cool. what friends and that's another, would want and, I, and that's to cool. And they don't have to be friends. And I think that's another thing, too. I think they also have to stop forcing friendships, right? We could be cordial. We could still be in the same friend group. We can laugh. But that doesn't make us friends. And that's cool. And that doesn't make us enemies either just because we're not. And that's what I'm trying to say. That part of the show is gone. Because even when Mariah didn't like certain women, she would still go on the vacations. She would still show up at the dinners or the parties, whatever. And I think they like the show they're making good money off the show the show is something for them so they're okay with 
living or being around chaos just so they could still have the show. It's not necessarily about the friendships or anything like that. Because even in my opinion now, I don't think Simone and Jackie's as good as they're portraying themselves to be to us. I don't think Simone likes Heavenly. I don't think the woman like that quad can be a part of um, the show and not have that marriage or that struggle that they're all going through with relationship issues. Like she's like a free bird that gets to come in and have fun and leave when she wants. And they don't like that. Uh, like I said, I don't, I just think the show needs to get itself back before it's not enjoyable to watch anymore. Cause I felt like towards the end of this season, it was not enjoyable to watch. Okay. Especially when um, Toya and Audra got physical. I was like, yeah, this is where I'm thinking the show needs to pause and everybody needs to rewind, rewind, and come back. Yeah, I agree with that. Last thing about Marisol Medicine, and then we're going to move on. You guys, listen, Contessa, she's out here. She's doing her bodybuilding thing. And so I'm guessing Dr. Scott feels like he has to have some extracurricular activities as well. Um, he has picked up rapping. Now, <laughs> what do y'all think? I mean, let's give him Will Smith. Will Smith is giving garbage. <laughs> he, Uncle wish he was giving Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Wish. It doesn't even flow. That's the part that kills me. Like, at least try to be Put your mind at ease. Whatever he said, it's just not happening. Well, I feel like love Scott be bored. I think Scott and T Contessa got bored last season. So they had this, like, whatever storyline to make us all think their marriage is down the dumps. I think they're they're getting bored. They need to find things to do. Maybe she needs to put on a different color wig. He needs to take her on a trip. They need to spice up or something because the rapping ain't it. The yelling and the screaming from Contessa ain't it. Mm -hmm. And it's because they're both bored. What a man allowed to rap, y'all. He can't rap. Bye, bye, Scott. Bye. Scott. <laughs> And it's Andy going. Andy encouraging him. Andy be, Andy be like, the, Andy be shady with it. Like, oh, you know. <laughs> it flows. It's good. Yeah. It's not bad. It's good. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> Bye, Andy Cohen. Bye, Scott. Oh, it was terrible. Don't do that again. <laughs> Let's take it on from, you know, the Dirty South ATL. Let's go on up to the East Coast. We are like, I felt like Potomac didn't even allow you to wake up and prepare your dinner or your little snack to wash them. They just got right into it. And the first person we're going to talk about is Miss Mia. Mia, girl, come close to the camera and listen up. You are on television. Everything you say and do is recorded. So you cannot lie. <laughs> like, I don't get it. My sister be lying. My sister be lying. Like, you lie too much. Like, girl, I hope you, you, you take what last episode was and watch it and come to the reunion prepared because this is a mess. Even the way... 
even the way you lie is annoying. <laughs> it's crazy. But Mia introduced us to her new friend, Jacqueline. And what are your thoughts, guys, about Jacqueline? I personally think it's nice to see a fresh face on Potomac simply because we're so used to the ladies that we have. And I feel like Jacqueline might be a good introduction. What are your thoughts? I mean, I like Jacqueline. I mean, I wish, I mean, I would prefer her over, I'm not gonna say I like Jacqueline. I'm not, let me take that back. I welcome Jacqueline um, to the show. Um, like I said, I feel like they should have left it at that. We didn't need uh, Sharice, but anywho. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to kind of see, you know, how she gets in with the ladies because at the, what, the little family event. Mm -hmm. She was at the family event with the her co-parent or what What does she call her? Her peepee. Yeah. It's <laughs> happening here. Uh, but listen, you know that's why I like her because she she's not taking anything seriously. It's just yeah. I'm like, what well, you yeah. know? They they seem like they have a good little you know dynamic going on. So I look forward to kind of seeing uh, what she brings, and especially outside of being uh, Mia's friend, um, just kind of seeing. And I and I would love to see if people if 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 Jacqueline feels like Mia is different um, on the show than the meal that she knew um, growing up and, and being in the streets of Miami. Well, so, you know, the reality rundown was that Jacqueline's yeah. watch party. We went mm -hmm. down to the D.C. chain. Mm -hmm. And got some tea. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see it play out. My sister was having her moment. But she she dropped spill tea and said her and me are no longer friends. I wouldn't be friends. I don't that no, her name is Mia. Why do I want to think her name is Maya? I hate that for me. Um, <laughs> she don't even look like a Maya. <laughs> she doesn't. She very much looks like a Mia. And um, they are no longer friends. She said that. I'm just saying, y'all just watch the show. She said it's going to play out on the show, but that's a little reality rundown. T for y'all. Mm -hmm. um, y'all just got a little bit of an exclusive, okay? I like her so far. Her looks are kind of. Uh, uh, I think it's gonna change because, as you know, if you look at the flashbacks from when they all start, they all adjust and become more acquainted with. But you know, I don't know because I mean, at this point, you're coming on a show that's been on for how long? Listen, I'm but that's why I like her because I feel like all the new housewives that have come on have put on a facade because they've watched the show. They're they have glam and hair and all this already. They're dressed to the nines. They're going to rent the runway to go rent stuff to wear. They're going to wherever to go get a Chanel bag for two days and bring it back. Like oh I like when the where are they getting Chanel bags for two days at? Oh girl, I will tell you, you could you could you could go rent a Chanel bag for a couple of weeks and bring it back. I don't want a Chanel bag. It's for rent. I want me but, a, but it's a bunch of different types of bags. Okay. I might rent a birthday but I ain't about to rent no Chanel. Yeah you could rent those luxury items for a certain amount of time period and bring it back you know yeah. those girls bags don't be real either a lot of these celebrity girls listen you can like you have all day five hundred dollars for the good dupes it's okay. for the good dupes there's yeah. people on tiktok who have exposed really wealthy celebrities for wearing fake items um but yeah back to the show child <laughs> um jacqueline you know 
she's come on she's already shared certain things that she i mean she's oversharing however she's sharing things that we've waited seasons to get out of certain people like she's like no offense we all know ashley been doing you know the nasty with a bunch of other people with michael and we're just now hearing it out of her mouth right and it took old girl jacqueline two episodes to do it I'm not saying we want to hear it, but I like that she's being vulnerable and honest. I don't think me as a good friend. I don't think me as a good friend. There's no way we could be friends for 15 years and you're going to expose me on social media. You're going to also, first of all, Wendy disrespected Jacqueline, and I don't know if anyone clocked it, but I did. When Wendy was <laughs> before Wendy approached the group at Karen's little spring fling party, Wendy was like, Is that Mia's friend? And then when she came over to the group, she was like, Who are you? I just hear someone speaking, but I don't know. Who are you? And I'm like, girl, you just said that was Mia's friend. So why did you need but to don't make sure who she is? Huh? That's that don't mean she know who that girl is. But still, don't make it seem like it's so brand new. Just be like, hi, who are you? Say your name. Like, but we'll save Wendy for later. But because Wendy is getting her karma <laughs> and it's clock, clock, clock. Hey, Monique, I hope you're doing well, sweetie. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think Jacqueline, some, you know what happens to the marriages on the show? uh where like they get divorced after they've been and they watch themselves on the show and everything i think that's what happened to jacqueline and mia's friendship they finally realized they don't really like each other okay all right well we're gonna see it play out what's next but the real key is is mia a mistress was she a mistress because when she told that story honey Earth, she said she was down to the strip club in a ball gown serving lobster. Then she said, that, that's what she told us. She told us that she was in a butt out gown serving lobster to old men. And she liked her lobster tail the most and selected her lobster tail. Uh -huh. And they've been eating seafood boils down to the thing ever since. Now she's saying her and G was sneaky linking. She just can't keep up with the lies. I don't even want to talk about her anymore. I want to get into the speaking of lies. She's she gonna get on there and say Chris was looking at me, but not sexually. Girl, girl, girl. Everyone knows. Oh, he was looking at me. What that meant, girl. That and you're saying it after people are insinuating that he was being a predator, girl. Exactly. I, I think Mia's bored. She's that, bored that's and she don't have nothing that's going on. And she wants to, to get the heat off of her personally because she lied. Or she, I'm not saying she lied, but she misdirected uh, uh, people <laughs> to believe uh, that she, she had cancer. And so, you know, she pulled a Vicky in, uh, whatever that man name is. And so now she's trying to uh, divert the attention. So that's, I feel like that's the only reason why she even jumped in on it. Because I mean, right. you don't seem to really have nothing, nothing to do with it. At all. Right. It made a little bit of no sense as to why she felt the need to even add anything in. And I don't even want to talk about the cancer situation because it's just like you could have left that off social media, but you did it. So if you were going to do it, be very clear about what was happening. Right. 
Absolutely. Although you were confused because they didn't know what was going on. But whatever. Yeah. I think I feel really bad for Chris. Not in like, oh poor Chris, but in the way in which I feel like this is consecutively have been happening to Chris where I feel like last season they tried to project him as an alcoholic. The season before that they tried to project him as bro. I feel like the season before that it was, is he taking care of his kids? I feel like Chris has consistently been a target for these women or something is said about him that's always negative. And I think it's super tacky at this point because other women go through stuff like this and if it if the intent wasn't there to harm you you should not portray like the intent was there for you to be harmed and then backpedal and say well i never said it was anything sexual i just said i was uncomfortable okay so giselle what made you uncomfortable because you're one minute you're saying she's just here's my thing with giselle if you were that uncomfortable with Chris, you wouldn't be hugging him and kissing him and letting him cook dinner and kiki down into the event if he genuinely made you feel uncomfortable. Uh-huh. And the reunion was such a long time ago. Uh-huh. So I think Ashley still felt some type of way because Candace was cutting her up. She found something. He responded to my DM. He's trying to get the influencer girlies and the baddies down to the W Hotel. <laughs> He's doing this and he's doing that. I think two differences are happening culturally, right? Yeah. But that Chris is white and we're black, right? So, you know, in my experience of white culture, their husbands and the wives, they're all, they tend to be like real um, lax when it comes to stuff like that. And the black community, yeah. I don't even want my friend's boyfriend's phone number in my phone. Like, right. Yes. Like, Unless she's dying, laid out in the middle of the road, she's missing, or you about to get that, you know, 14 karat princess cut ring, don't call me. You know what I mean? Like, so I get it. I think it's a cultural thing too, where the disconnect is. But Giselle knows she was dead ass wrong. And for her to try to insinuate she was uncomfortable, like something sexual happened, then try to walk it back after Robin checked her after she realized what she was saying. And then for Ashley, it just seems contrived. And I'm just over Giselle. On the other hand, I can't help but to think about Miss Monique Samuels, her beautiful baby boy that they were trying to say wasn't Chris's baby, Big Chris. Wasn't Chris's baby and all of this stuff. And Candace jumped in it and Wendy jumped in it. And it was, oh, how the tables have turned. That's all I got to say about it. I ain't got no more talk. Yes. I don't know if you heard me, but that's why I said, it's not that I feel bad for Chris, like poor Chris, poor Chris, but it's the continuation of them always trying to add something negative to his character. That is not okay. And so when you do this. <laughs> yeah. But it also what bothers me is that Giselle, you don't need have no man that I can't attack. You get what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, we ain't even on the same playing field. So you feel like you could just attack my husband. But what the hell I'm going to attack on, on your end? Because you ain't got no man. 
You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't even feel like we don't know. So you should have just been quiet. Or like you said, you could have came to me and said, yeah, da 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 whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, like you are inserting yourself. Like on that reunion when he came out there after um, when Nikki was on the stage or whatever and he was talking to Candace and he was saying, I don't like how she was questioning you, blah, blah, blah. And then Giselle sitting on a sofa. Like you inserted yourself into their conversation, darling. So yep. don't get mad now when he want to come and talk to you about yep. whatever it was because you inserted yourself in the conversation anyway. So it sounds like he was just doing what y'all normally do talk exactly and and uncomfortable even, with the door closed and even that spring fling thing, even that spring fling event she clocked him and said got up out of her chair to go hug him child i i just think this is the wrong road to go down with no actual anything that holds weight it's yep. tacky af i think candace is I, I think Candace so far is handling it okay, but I feel like one more thing and she's going to go rah, da, 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 on everybody. Uh, and I hope she maintains her composure because this is also Candace's karma as well. <laughs> and it was bound to happen. You've seen this woman target everybody's marriage and everybody's relationship, and you thought you were safe. Now... You're crying about showing your fourth wall. Yeah, well, anywho. At least Robin had some common sense with this. But anyways, speaking of Robin, Robin and Wendy is still going at it. And I'm tired. I'm so tired. This is Lord. like the weakest fight I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so weak. It's so weird. And... Wendy, I think she forgets what she took part in when Monique was around and how a lot of her wanting to be on Team Giselle and Team Robin and being with the cool girls, how she didn't realize the core of what was happening to Monique, the attacking of families and, you know, not having boundaries or anything like that. And now it's happening to Wendy. Hmm. I don't know, cause was was Wendy really in on the talking about that stuff? I don't think she was talking about it. I think the issue Wendy had was when they got into the fight. When I mean, not the fight, but when but they the got fight, the hustle. The fight stemmed from the kids' stuff, and then whether right. she feels Wendy, the same way about Wendy. Mia, whether she feels the same way about Mia, and how Robin was getting buck with her, and all of that stuff pile on. I I honestly think. Wendy, Wendy forgets what goes on because she went to go hug Giselle and Giselle was like, no, ma'am, no, thank you. And I think she thinks Robin is going to be, oh, it's okay, Wendy. No, you're getting it back. You're getting it back. What they I think it's a little excessive. I think that it's a little, ad. I think Robin's really overly aggressive with her. I think it's a lot. Like Robin is very aggressive. Very aggressive. Monique should have whooped her with that umbrella when she had the chance. <laughs> Robin is extremely aggressive, probably top five of most aggressive housewives. And to, for Sharice to sit there and lie, child, oh, it, it, I wasn't bracing her back because she was about to beat up Wendy. There was security there. I was just trying to get her to sit back down. Girl. 
because she was up and being unpredictable. You ain't know what she was going to do. Right. Girl, and this is if you didn't feel no type of way, you would have never got up. Like, if you didn't feel like she was capable of doing anything, then you would have sat in your seat and allowed her to continue to stand up and do whatever she was doing. But no, you knew what she was capable of, which is why you had to kind of step in the middle. Very <sighs> I, I just can't wait for someone to say it on the show that Robin is very aggressive to the point where I'm afraid watching her. I mean, the only person that I could see that would e e um, even say it is uh, Karen. Because one thing I will say about sitting at that table, Karen was looking at them like, what is happening? Like, you know, I, and, I, and I love that about Karen. Karen, don't, she holds no bars for nobody. She tells it like it is. If you in the wrong, she going to say you in the wrong. And that's just what it is. And you know what? I can respect that. And that's right. why she's on down. Right. But the plot got thicker. You know, because Candace and Ashley went at it at the dinner table. <sighs> I feel like Ashley went and found that lady and they sat in the in her little condo and made up that story about Chris flirting with that girl. And they done unleashed a dragon and they about to feel the wrath of Candace. You are a <laughs> She said, "You wouldn't know." Everybody was like, "Ooh, right." Okay. They was like, "You want to know what? Who's Mike? Oh, wait, what she said? Oh, Michael. <laughs> Michael was client. I forgot. So much happened. She's like, Michael is so and so's client. At least Chris ain't getting his. I was like, ah. <laughs> no, Candy Girl, Candy Girl." Or she said, That's why I don't know why they be coming for her because she gonna she gonna right wrong and different. She gonna fight back. She's not the one to be sat down and, and played with and rolled over like no. And like I said, Ashley, come back. You got too much other stuff to worry about. Worry about uh, this house that you supposed to be buying with Michael. You couldn't even find the man. He all down in Vegas and now he's sad. Girl, girl, worry about what you got going on before you start worrying about somebody else. <laughs> it was fun to watch though oh it's definitely fun to watch but girl because i would have told her i said you just i said i if i was candace i would have said ma'am if you don't take your little two hillbilly ass kids <laughs> and go on somewhere and sit the hell down we everybody know that you stayed with michael uh for how many other years had them two kids just so you can all uh, collect on that money honey <laughs> go go on tiktok about that didn't Ashley get mad because they told her the baby looks just like Michael? Exactly. Kids <laughs> is white charm. They look. Her one son looked like that boy from P Valley. Oh my gosh, it bothers me so bad. Quick letter, quick letter, quick letter. I can't wait to see what else unfolds, especially between Jacqueline and Mia. I, I want to see what happens there. I feel like everything else is a little bit predictable. Giselle's going to be Giselle. Robin's going to continue to be aggressive and fake her marriage. Oh, wait, she's not married yet, but that whole situation. She ain't even end up in this playing the stages of a marriage, honey. <laughs> Just ain't ain't even went to look at a ruffle to put on a dresser or nothing. Didn't have, don't even know where the bridal shop's at. Like, man, focus on that because that's what you should be focusing on. Yeah, and, 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 about, and then she's about to 
get over on Juan again because you the first of all you messed up the man credit so bad he couldn't even put his name on the house. Now <laughs> only girl, <laughs> girl, no, no, it's just so much going on. We gonna lose all my money and then ask for a prenup. I just want to talk about that. Come on, I, I think the prenup is necessary. And I think Juan is like, oh, well, we already been married. There was no money for you to get. Why? You, I think they need to have one where Robin can have her mistakes over here and he needs to be smart and put a clause up in there. If I cheat, she can't take nothing of what I got. And whatever I make, it stays with me too. He he needs to clock in because they don't need to do no prenup. Because they ain't getting married. They're not getting well, married. Well, that's true. That's too. I, I think, yeah, it's just a facade for the show because I don't see why they need to be married. You're practically doing it already. You live together. I mean, they could have went on there for almost 18. For as long as y'all been together and, and then had a way to, but like I said, it's it's, it's a lot going on um, in, in, in her house as well. And that's why she's projecting. Uh, and, and trying to keep the heat off or whatever they got going on over there because the baby I don't even think one lives there. <laughs> I don't I don't we will have to tune in and see. Well, mm -hmm. we'll see. We will see. Yes. Okay. Well listen, I think that brings us to uh end of another episode of the reality rundown. Thank you guys for joining us and listening in. Remember, if you did not catch this show, you can also catch it on podcast, Apple, Spotify, you know, wherever you decide to listen to your podcast. Listen, make sure that you tune in. Make sure that you like, follow, share. Um, and you know what? We're going to catch y'all on the flip side. Bye, right, y'all. And look right down the bottom. Follow us. Yeah. Join in on the conversation. We want to hear what y'all got to say. Listen, because we know y'all got a lot to say. Yes. Bye, y'all. See y'all in the Bye. comments.